Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood in Hollywood. This week, our show is brought to you by Bumby Box. That's right. Bumby Box. What is it you say? Well, I'll tell you. Um, You guys have all had those situations where your little one gets into things they probably shouldn't, and then you have to spend some time redirecting and finding new things for them to play with. Well, Bumby Box has the answer for you. There is a simpler way to find fun activities for your little one. Bumby Box is a monthly subscription toy box curated for your child. What does that mean? Inside each Bumby Box you get every month in the mail, there are award-winning toys that are tailored to your child child's age and interest, and they support play-based learning and activities. What? But check this out. There's even more. If, if you aren't already in love with it, check this out. For all my moms who are um, all about keeping toys clean and natural and fresh, every Bumby Box toy is free of PVC, BPA, and other harmful plastics. So good for the environment, fun for your kids. You got to check it out. Go to BumbyBox.com and also For my listeners, Bumby Box is offering a special discount if you enter the code M-I-H-O-O-D at checkout. That's M-I-H-O-O-D at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order. What? Saving money is the bomb. Go to BumbyBox.com right now to find out why Bumby Box is a better way to play. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 46 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather. Thanks for joining me on the show today. Really quick, I want to tell you our guest is Lindsay Cavett. She is the CEO, co-founder of expressing motherhood. Now, she explains a lot more about what expressing motherhood is, so I'm going to let her do a little bit of that. But it's just incredible what she has created over the last nine years involving expressing motherhood, a way for moms and some dads even to come and share their stories about motherhood. She says that's the one requirement that they do in expressing motherhood. It's a stage play, a performance, uh, monologues, if you will, and stories. (coughs) Oh my God, I almost died. Did you hear that? I literally almost died. I don't know. I don't even even know if I want to edit that out because that was real. That shit was real. Um, Okay, so anyway, I'm I'm actually not even sick. I just I woke up sounding like a man today, so it's always fun. Anyway, I'm very excited for Lindsay to share her story with you because she has. And also we talk about bad moms and how moms are cast in Hollywood and, you know, why they're, why sometimes they're not as realistic as we would like them to be. Hello. I know there's producers and writers listening. Come on, y'all. I don't think it's the people that listen to my show, though. I think it's maybe the people that listen to the Nerdist. Um, I think it's maybe those folks who are writing uh, poorly for women. But no judgment. We're just going to go with it. All right. So it's been a pretty awesome week here in uh, motherhood and Hollywood land. I got to do a live Facebook event for mom.me. So much fun. If you have not uh, seen that yet, head on over to the mom.me Facebook page and look through their videos. It was on Thursday, the 12th. And it was so much fun. I got to talk about uh, the MH15 by 15. So many great questions because you can ask live questions there on the Facebook feed. And I just thought that was really a neat, uh, it's a neat little thing. 
I might start doing that myself. I don't know. That sounds like fun. I may just start <clears throat> doing live Facebook uh, chats with everybody. My biggest fear, though, is that I'll go on a live chat and just be like, hello. Hello, is anyone there? <laughs> and just just be me and my husband. <laughs> we'll be like, you're doing great, babe. So eh, I'm thinking about it. But anyway, I got to go to mom.me and I got to talk about, um, you know, some of the things I liked and didn't like about my weight loss challenge that I did. And I know there were some people looking at me like, bitch, you are still fat. I know. I know. That's not the point. The point is I'm working on it. I'm learning things. It's a process. It's, it's a journey. Okay. Let's all embrace the journey. Okay. And what else happened this week? I had a really good audition. Well, I mean, I say really good, but I didn't get it. <laughs> so I don't know. I never know how good it actually can be at that point. But it was funny because I was talking to the other women in the waiting room and um, what the audition required us to scream really loud, like a blood curdling scream in the scene. And we were all joking about how do you rehearse for your screams? For those of you, for the actors who have to go in and do these like murder scenes or something like super dramatic like that, what do you do? Where do you go? Do you, because you can't really scream in your house uh, or your you know apartment. Some people say they scream in their car. Um, but if I see someone sitting in their car, just screaming their head off, I'm going to think crazy or an actor and probably just keep going, you know, <laughs> But if I'm screaming in my house, somebody might get a little concerned. <clears throat> Pardon me, kids. This is real. This is real life. And um, so I don't know. Where do you guys practice your screaming? Uh, uh, I need to maybe figure that out. Maybe acting class. I need to take an acting class. I would love to hear anybody's recommendations for a good acting class. And I don't mean just like an audition class because um, I crush it at auditions. What I don't... <laughs> Oh my God, I'm an ass. But um, no, I, I would like to hear you guys' suggestions for like a good acting class. Like where do you like to go? Who do you like to learn from? Because I'm looking for something um, to kind of get my creative juices flowing. Also, I'm going to be performing at Flappers um, in the next month or so, doing a little stand-up comedy there. But I don't know if I want to tell you guys when it is because I don't know if I want people to come and see me. Is that weird? I'm super private when it comes to stand-up. I would much rather do it in front of total strangers, especially if I bomb, than in front of people who I know and my friends. My friend Greg and I were talking about that, and he's like, that's dumb. He's he maybe right, but it's my own issue, my own insecurity. Uh, so that was what was happening. Uh, so that's going to be happening soon. I may or may not reveal that information. We shall see. Um, we celebrated my friend Mark's birthday this week. What up, Mark? Um <clears throat> he will not reveal how old he is. You guys, I'm so sorry. I don't know what is happening, why I keep coughing and phlegming all over the microphone today. Oh, I want to real quick give a shout out to um, my new mom friends or some new mom friends that I met. We had this wonderful mommy get together from a Facebook group that I'm in. It's super secret and private. So I can't tell you what the name is. <laughs> Exclusive. And um, I want to say, what up, Tish? What up, Julissa? What up, Keiko? Um, so great to to see you guys and connect over our shared mommy experiences as actresses. I love that. I love getting together with other moms, especially other moms in the industry who get it. You know, we're all kind of swimming upstream here, um, moving towards the same goals, you know, and it's nice to connect with everybody. 
Um, maybe it's the burnt Pop-Tart that I'm eating that keeps making me have to clear my throat. If you get a chance, go to motherhoodinhollywood.com to check out all of my latest blog posts. I'm, I'm hoping uh, to, uh, I've been asked to contribute to a lot of different websites, lifeasmama.com. I did a wonderful post there. <laughs> wonderful if I do say so myself. <laughs> a fun post there about TV shows we're watching <clears throat> these days in our house. And I also, um, oh, over on mom.me, there's a, a, a post about my weight loss journey as well. So you guys check those out and make sure you follow me at MIH podcast on Twitter and uh, motherhood in Hollywood on Instagram and Facebook. And for the love of God, subscribe to the show on iTunes. If you haven't subscribed to motherhood in Hollywood yet on iTunes, you're dead to me. You're dead. So please go and do that and uh, leave a review while you're there. Makes me feel good on the inside. Okay, you guys, it's time to wrap up the mommy monologue. And uh, let's head over to, let's head over. Where are we going? I'm so dumb. (laughs) Here's the interview with Lindsay Cavett from Expressing Motherhood. Since you've <laughs> what? <laughs> what do we do now? <laughs> and all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. Yeah. Um, hey, you guys, welcome to Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm sitting here with the lovely Lindsay Cabot from Expressing Motherhood. Hi. Thank you. Hi, Heather. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So we've actually been sitting here talking for a while, and I finally just decided <laughs> I should start recording our conversation because <laughs> otherwise, I would probably literally sit here and pick your brain um, for the next couple of hours. And I would have done the same. And like ask you all kinds of mom things. I think so. Yeah. Um, so tell me really quickly, tell me about Expressing Motherhood. This is nine years old now, right? It is. Expressing Motherhood's in its ninth year. And it's a play, a national play that I started, I co-founded with my friend out of Los Angeles nine years ago. And it consists of people sharing their stories about motherhood on stage. And is it actors? So nope. In fact, that was why, you know, we started it and it was really important to us. We didn't want it to just be actors and published authors, even though despite the fact that we live here in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. we wanted it to be the mom who was just burning to get out of the kitchen. And that is so we've had some women who have never performed before. And then we also have, of course, over the years, gotten some actresses and some authors but in general, we are open to everybody. And it doesn't have to always be a woman. It can also be a man. The story just has to be about motherhood. About motherhood. Yeah. Um, I would also like to point out that um, today is the day that the tree trimmers decided to come to my house. <laughs> oh, no. So people might hear a little bit of like buzz. Are they trimming action. your trees? Yes. I was like... Really? Oh, no. Right now? Right now? They told oh, me wow. yesterday. They were like, we're going to come tomorrow. And I was like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> That's pretty quiet tree trimming. I know. I'm just afraid that like the minute we get into like yeah. the serious stuff, the Barbara Walters moments, yeah. that you're going to hear the buzz <laughs> song. Just, oh, wow. Yay. It'll make for good comedy. Uh, I know. I'm like, fun times at my house. So <laughs> I, um, I watched uh, the YouTube video mm-hmm. of sort of explaining what expressing motherhood is mm-hmm. and I love what seems to be the various types of stories. It's not all like, my kid's a butthole and yeah. I drink wine. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. No, totally. Although that is a valid that is a valid story. It is, and it's a true story. Right. Um, but again, when we started it, we just, you know, we couldn't really find other examples of 
parenting stories that were emulating what we were going through, which Mm -hmm. were raw and real. And so the beauty about doing it on stage is anything goes. So it's definitely not getting up there. You know, in fact, I would always tell people, I don't want a motherhood is hard story. Yeah. It needs to be specific. And a lot of times we also have, you know, a lot of funny pieces, moving pieces. You know, there's so many topics like Anything can go on. And you pick the topics, right? Do people write into you or how do they get chosen for the show? So the whole show has been revolved around simplicity because I literally would do this when my firstborn would nap and he was a really good napper. So I got a lot done. Did you find people would like call your BS on that? Because my daughter was a great napper and great sleeper from the beginning. And people were like, oh, really, Heather? Well, (laughs) mine was a horrendous nighttime sleeper in the beginning. So Mm -hmm. that's why he napped really well. But yeah, I think... And I also put him to bed really early. Yeah. Well, whatever. That actually worked in my favor. Yeah. But I think people are starting to call. The, I know it's sort of like you're not supposed to say I worked during their nap time anymore. Or yeah. I, pr- But I swear to God, I did. That's yeah. what I did. I never really napped when she napped. I know that that's oh, a big no. advice. I got. I would get that advice from people who didn't even have kids because it's somewhere they heard no. someone say one time, nap when the baby naps. Yeah. And, and in theory, that that was great. But she's taking like when they're little, little, they're taking like seven or eight naps a day. And I'm yeah, like, who's no. got time to do these little cat naps? No, all day? <laughs> no, that would not work out. You'd, I always would get so excited that, you know, they're asleep, obviously. Right. So we um, everything was done via the computer. So that's how the submissions came in. It wasn't an audition process because I didn't have a nanny at the time. I didn't have a babysitter. So I would just get the stories via email there goes that tree yeah. tremor and <laughs> um I would go over the piece and then help that person edit their piece for the stage yeah um and is your background in writing or acting or performing in any way it's somebody just gave me a shirt and it says writer producer director you know like one Ooh, of those fabulous whatever you want to do you're it hi- all yeah hyphen so, it mom yes so as um in college I studied film production and I had um, I took a lot of classes with, in writing with the, at the University of Iowa, so with the Writers' nice. Workshop. But, you know, just as a little kid, I was one of those girls who, like, got everybody on the block, you know what I mean? And, like, putting your – my brother was with the flashlight. He was the strobe light person. Oh, it was just fun. So I – You had a lot of disco performances yes, with the strobe light. <laughs> totally. I did – I pursued acting until I was 25 here in L.A., and I stopped because I knew. I was like, this is not my passion. Really? I'm, yeah, I was glad I tried it. Mm-hmm. And I would look at the women in their mid-30s going on these auditions, and I knew that wasn't – something I was okay yeah. with for myself not yeah. I mean kudos to them because I wasn't booking no, it's, the job it either I can tell you as someone who's almost 30 um well, no. you're a baby <laughs> I'm just a baby no yeah I can tell you that being in your mid-30s and going on audition for a one and two line part and looking around the room at all these other actors who are also hoping to get this two yeah. line part um it's it's can be a little soul crushing you're like what am I doing I thought I would be much further along in my career am I making the right choices you know yeah so and for me I just but that's pretty smart that you had that that awareness so early on yeah and I was so glad that I did pursue it for for two and a half years I was solely going on auditions I wasn't landing anything I landed theater I landed some jobs there but so then I went back behind the scene and was much happier what did you do did you do go into production 
I sure did. So I went to a film post house and it was an edit house for a lot of big name directors of music videos. And I was looking for a mentor, but I was 25 with long blonde hair and I was incredibly shy. Yeah. So I could barely muster a few words together, you know, and I was getting their hamburgers. So it was like, here you go, you know, and I could, I didn't want to seem as if I was hitting on them. Truly. I was just really shy. So there was, um, luckily though, through women in film, I applied for a mentorship and I got lucky and they said, shoot for the stars. Who would you want to be your mentor? And I said, Nicole Holof Center. And then, um, who is that? She is a female director. She's one of like the top I should know that, huh? It's all right. You can look her up. And I know, I knew I was saying that. And all of a sudden, I'm blanking on her movie names. I'd, I'm sorry, I need more coffee. But I, <laughs> her, her films are just. I know. I need to Google it. But I was going to say, if I have the, I have the internet here. I can look it up. Yeah, it's one of the amazing things about. So they are. So I went with my husband, and he shot an independent film, and I shot all the behind the scenes stuff on it. And then I got the call from Women in Film that Nicole would be my mentor. So I could not believe it. Um, God, I got, cannot believe I can't remember her name. Enough said. Please forgive. Friends with money. Yeah. So friends with money. Um, and movie. but that came out actually. She had just shot that. Like when I met her. Um. Anyway, but it was. Oh, she's <clears throat> doing one Mississippi with Tignataro. I just auditioned for that. Oh, you did? Yeah. What are some other ones? Orange is the new black. Uh, she's directed, yeah, a lot of TV. Amy Schumer. Films that really resonated with me. I can't. Um, I don't know. As a writer or director? Walking and talking. Oh, and she did a bunch of Sex in the City. Yeah, I think it was Walking and Talking. Anyway, and she just met with me and like, m- we met up, uh, anyway, a canyon. But uh, I won't say which canyon. And we had some tea. And I was, again, nervous. That's a common theme. And we ha- I had some chamomile tea. And she's like, are you nervous? And I said, no. no and I'm she cool, said, I'm well, cool. I drink chamomile tea when I'm nervous. I was like, okay, I am. And we just bonded. And Aww. anyway, just meeting another female director yeah. was, you know, gave me, it was cool for me. And she was and good then, to But bounce. then did that make you, give you an interest in directing or was that something you well already I'd already had ha- I'd already had that interest ever since I was little sorry so and as you know that that field in itself is obviously very male dominated right and um I was I for me I felt like the only way to get into that was just to do your own project mm-hmm. um I never wanted to be someone's assistant in that field because I just feel like you end up being the assistant right. for a really long time yeah so, and I came from where I went to call it people, you know, I just came from a world where I, you go out and you make a short film or you make an independent film. So anyway, I did end up making a short film that got into a film festival, but that was, by that time I was pregnant and, you know, wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. So what change do you think? Like just that, um, realization that you are going to be a mom and and have another person depending on you or well I think what changes the fact that I knew I was not going to go out there I didn't have a great job you know I was just trying to work my way up in the barracks you know and I was 29 years old I was married and um I had your husband do he's a writer so I had not established myself yet when I had my child Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to leave my baby yeah and go work um you know whatever, 50, 60 hours a week and lose out on that time with him Mm -hmm. and 
pay a nanny a ton of money. Yeah. I really wanted to be home with my child. So uh, uh, when he was a year and a half, that's when I came up with the idea for Expressing Motherhood and called up my good friend Jessica Cribs. And um, she was like, okay, I'm on board. Let's do it. And so we started the show. Awesome. Did you find when you had your um, your first baby that you had a lot of mom friends or was it difficult to meet other mom friends? Because Hollywood can be a tough business yeah. for parents. It is really tough. Uh, I lived in the Hollywood Hills mm-hmm. and I had no friends. I was very young in Los Angeles to have kids and I was dying thinking of all my male counterparts because I mostly worked with men yeah. prior and I was so jealous of them and I had no friends. It was Everybody had nannies in my neighborhood and no, nobody was a stay-at-home mom except for me. I yeah. felt like the country bumpkin right. up there on the Hollywood Hills, right. you know? And one day, I finally approached the nannies. I was like, can I do a play date with you guys? And they said no. <laughs> God. Oh, no. I went home, and I told my husband, I was like, we have to... F- I don't know if I can say F You word. can say F I was like, all you want. we have to fucking move. I can... Wait, I was so, so mad. they said no? Well... To they, a play date? What were- it was just a weird... But you know what's funny? That Two is- months after that... I met a mom walking in the hills, and she was like, I have a baby. You have a baby. Let's get a play date on. And she was amazing. We ended up meeting three other um, babies and their nannies and some of the parents. And so we or- she orchestrated play dates. Yeah. So then we ended up getting into rhythm. And then those nannies, I totally know, hung out with them. Right. It all worked out. It was right. probably a misunderstanding. And But without that, I think I would have lost my mind. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I, I didn't do a mommy group. Why do you, why didn't you do a mommy group? Is that I, not something you wanted to do? Because he was such a bad sleeper. Oh. When he would nap during the day, I was yeah. like, I'm not going to wake him up and go to a mommy group. Yeah. Um, I did. I made her go. Like she. I she probably a, should have. She was a good, Chang yeah. was a good sleeper, but yeah. I also was like, oh, oh no, I got to go and meet people because I didn't have any friends at the time who had kids. You didn't. And yeah. No. And I was like, we're going. Well, you're young too. We're going. Oh, thanks. We're going, um, we're going to, uh, meet other moms, so like, you're get it together lady. We're, we're doing it. Cause I didn't know I, the idea of going to mm-hmm. a park for me and like walking up to a total stranger and being like, yeah. hi, especially when you have an infant yeah. is weird because it's not like they can really play. No. I also didn't really take her to the park a lot as a baby because there wasn't anything she could do. Oh no. So it was just a lot of like walks and you know, <laughs> my mommy and me group saved me, but it also forced me then to start seeking out places mm-hmm. where we could go like I think mm-hmm. Channing we I signed her up for um toddler camp mm-hmm. when she was maybe like 13 months like as mm-hmm. soon as she was walking I was like we're going to toddler camp <laughs> because every week it was a mm-hmm. new place in your area where oh, you could go and check out um like Amy's Playhouse in yeah. South Pasadena or like some kind of new park or something something mm-hmm. new every week that somebody else already planned out for yeah. you and it was such a huge help. And I met other moms through that. And I slowly mm. started expanding my world. It's so hard as a mom. It's really hard. Hollywood. It's really hard. I used to have dreams that I was walking my baby down the street in Des Moines, Iowa, where, mm-hmm. um, you know, like my family goes back three generations. And even though I moved around growing up a little, a lot growing up, I spent every summer there and graduated high school there. So I just couldn't believe that I was raising kids here. I would see young girls who were working at like Old Navy and I'd be in the dressing room and I'd say, you know, be careful with who you're dating, you know, because wherever they're from, you might have to move back there or worst case, you're going to get stuck in Los Angeles like me. You know what I mean? Even though I love my husband and I was right. But it was 
turns out I really lucked out because I'm still friends with all those neighbors oh, and from the nice. old Hollywood Hills. I really lucked out. I mean, and we all met because we were walking around. So it really helped that we had sidewalks. Yeah. But yeah, so it, it turned out good there. But it was like a year where I have moved since Hollywood to a suburb and I found that much lonelier. It's been four years now. Incredible. Way more lonely. Yeah. So. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Not as many people walking around. Exactly. I truly find that Hollywood, if you're literally, if you're in, in Hollywood, because yeah. when you say Hollywood, it could be, you know, the whole city or the right. industry. But I used to walk and I'd see a pregnant person or I, she'd be holding a baby in the bag. You got a baby. I got a baby. Let's like talk. you were saying, let's, let's be talk. friends. And they'd be writing out their phone number, you know, like right, I was like, yep, right. put it in my mailbox. Right. Um, I just in the past um, like month or so mm. met a couple of really great moms at the park who have kids that are mm. Channing's age. And we're all like, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Let's be friends. I think so. So now we all yeah. text each other and stuff. And that has been Aww. so lovely uh, to have that option. But now I find that I've, I'm like so busy with this podcast and stuff that yeah. I have to cancel a lot on them. And cause I'm also still yes. oh, God willing trying to be an actor. <laughs> oh, so I have auditions yeah. pop up last minute and I have to cancel play dates. So I'm sure they're like, what a butthole. Um, cause they're <laughs> no. not in the industry. So right. it's, it's kind of, um, hard to explain why you yeah. have to cancel things last minute sometimes. Yeah. And, especially being an actor. Yeah. But I think it's so important to see people offline, especially yeah. like if you're on the, if you're in the online industry or just working or whatever, oh my God, get offline. I feel yeah. like it's so important to see, make time for your friends. Like I have a girlfriend who lives on the West side and I want to make her a t-shirt that says I drive to the West side just for you. Oh, I love that. Because you know, like, I don't know anybody I would do that for. Oh no my God. No friends on the well, West we, side. I know. Yeah. I really <laughs> love this one. She must be a one. good friend. She is my special friend. <laughs> Can you guys tell we're having a blast on this episode? I love talking to Lindsay so much. And I also love talking about Bumby Box. Bumby Box sponsors motherhood in Hollywood. And if you go to BumbyBox.com, you can get a 10% off discount off your order by entering the code M-I-H-O-O-D. Now, before you rush to your computer or your phone while you're driving or however you're listening to motherhood in Hollywood, let me tell you a little bit about Bumby Box. Bumby Box is an eco-friendly toy subscription service. So what that means is every month you get a box full of toys without any harmful chemicals in them that are specially curated just for your child. It matches their uh, play level, their activity interest, anything uh, in their age level, their age group. The best part is you guys, they're toys you can engage with your child in. I love playing with our Bumby Box items with Channing. She loves the Play-Doh and it came with this really awesome Play-Doh kit where she can cut out shapes, make imprints in it. There's also, you guys have heard me talk about the dinosaur puppet, which is still a staple at bedtime and brushing teeth time. So it's such a fun box full of um, natural toys that are not going to be harmful to your children. They're fully sustainable toys. And I know that that's important to a lot of moms. So definitely check out Bumby Box. It truly is a better way to play. Go to BumbyBox.com, enter the code M-I-H-O-O-D at checkout, and you'll get a special discount, 10% off from motherhood in Hollywood. And Bumby Box, a better way to play. 
Michelle of Homemade Mimi. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, wait. I do like Michelle. I mean, Michelle. come on. Everybody right. would drive for Michelle. She's pretty awesome. She yeah. and I just did a BuzzFeed video together. Oh. Was and it the having a baby one? Yeah. And oh, I don't think, I don't know if it's well. come out yet. Oh, okay. Because there was one, they did two different versions of it. The one we were in was like I a see. home birthing version. And we're oh, kind of okay. waiting for that one to come out. Yeah, because the birthing one's doing well. Yeah, it's doing really yeah. well. But we did it and I did a blab with... Um, with uh, Michelle oh, okay. a, like a couple months ago with uh, Mom Angelus. Yes. And we were chatting in the chat room mm-hmm. with them. Everything was fun. We're all having a great time, whatever. And mm-hmm. then um, we followed each other on social media like you do mm-hmm. uh, to support. And then um, it didn't even dawn on me when we were shooting this video that who she was because mm-hmm. we were both she was giving birth and I was her um, I'm going <laughs> to spoiler alert. And I was her um, oh, doula slash nurse mm-hmm. or whatever. So I'm in between her legs literally oh, for like two hours going, you could do it. This <laughs> oh, is no. great. And like delivering That's her baby. Um, and then at the end I was like, you did such a good job. You did too. And um, mm-hmm. she's like, so what do you do again? And I was like, Oh, I have a podcast called motherhood in Hollywood. Oh. And she's like, oh, motherhood in Hollywood. She's like, I'm homemade Mimi. Yes, and it was the funniest thing. Yeah. Ever. Hollywood and home making yeah it's just great she's great it's so funny to me how the mommy bloggers will introduce themselves by their blog names i know (laughs) i feel like such a douche no the worst though is because i'm i'm like hi i'm Lindsay. i'm expressing motherhood because i feel like that's what you should and then the worst is when someone's like i'm nothing i mean they're joking like i'm so and so and then i just feel like an idiot right but it is you shouldn't though no you're right like it's their fault for not getting off their ass and creating something (laughs) that's true that is so true um but yeah it's just funny it is funny yeah because like um vina was like she was, oh, I was telling my friend Rachel, you know, something the other day. And, and she was like, wait, Heather Brooker. And she goes, Motherhood in Hollywood. She goes, oh, uh-huh. yeah. And I was like, it's so funny. My name has no value anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I'm I'm infinitely fascinated with the mommy blogging world. The more I get mm-hmm. to know it. And we were talking a little bit earlier. But the more I sort of delve into it and I meet these mm-hmm. great moms. And I'm like, there's a whole community, not just in LA, mm-hmm. but like all over the world yes. of moms who are collectively saying, this is how I feel about mm-hmm. breastfeeding. This is how I feel about napping. You know, everyone's got mm-hmm. these very vocal opinions that they're not afraid to share online. And yeah. I'm kind of trying to like bust through my privacy bubble a little bit and share my opinions. Mm-hmm. But there's the haters online yeah, who you trolls. have to the trolls who yep. you want to I don't necessarily want to please them but I also just ugh, I don't want to deal with it mm-hmm. like get I just don't care about your opinion yeah I agree <laughs> and I think you can still be a mom and mm-hmm. you know be online and you don't necessarily have to share those private parts sure right you yeah. can still be creative without that being the why do you think there are so many do you do you do writing on do you do writing do. on expressing I, motherhood's website no or other i other don't websites? i i originally i did start blogging in 2006 and i closed it down when the show started because i didn't you know i didn't want it it's all that lot. exposed yeah but i do write for mom.me right now um and so i it can be personal or it can not but yeah i you know, some, I'll write something. I just wrote something about distracted driving because I'm a road safety advocate. Right. And, you know, people are just pummeling me, you know, and I, I don't want to get into it, though, because yeah. it's like I get into it. It makes me feel horrible. I don't get into it. Um, I won't attack anybody, I, but it bothers me. I want to attack people. I'll like attack I my do. husband. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> and then he's like, get off the Internet, you know, because he's not a social media guy. Right. Um. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that the internet um, 
gives people license to just say whatever the hell they want to say and just blast you. And because I will read the comment section on yeah. some of those like HuffPost articles oh. and HuffPost seems to be like one of the more crazies, but yeah, um, I will read the comment section and just be floored at the number yeah. of people who are like, you're a terrible person and you I, should never write your opinion. Oh God. I think the comments nasty. should be closed. Yeah. I really do. I think it's ridiculous. And I think it's sort of, it's almost like how we drive cars. We are, you can't see your face. We become barbarians again. Mm-hmm. You know, I walk around and I have plenty of wonderful interactions with humans. But yeah. then you go on the internet and you think doomsday is coming the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not. You know, I've I've really like my my son and I went fishing, urban fishing, which was really awesome. What is that? Well, it's ten minutes from my house. Oh, we, so there's the a little fishing pond. Yeah. Oh, nice. Anyway, and like this guy who. We were obviously from very different from each other. He was like heavily tattooed and he was so cute, like helping us with our rod. And we had no idea what the hell we're doing, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, you know, I don't know. Like in person, I think people just are are they much are, kinder. <laughs> yeah. Are much kinder because they can hide behind the anonymity yeah. of their computer and their keyboard and uh, just say whatever nasty thing they want there's been times where I have been tempted to just put somebody on blast um whether it's something they've written about me I know but then I'm like ah I don't know I don't think anything good comes from that but I could be wrong. No, you're right. No, just... because I there was I'm in a Facebook group mm. and I had posted something about my podcast. I think it was like it was a podcast episode that I thought mm-hmm. this particular Facebook group would find interesting. Yeah. And this girl just like ripped me new when like, why would you think we would care about this? And it was just like for no what? reason. And I was like, OK, I guess I was I misjudged. Have Sorry. you met her in person? No, I don't know who she is. That she is was just so nasty. Weird. And so that's I so like weird. fired back because that's what I do. Yeah. I was like, uh, then keep scrolling down. Like, you yeah. don't need to stop on this page. Keep yeah. moving. <laughs> and like, what's wrong? So with what you? did she say? She was just like. Um, I just don't, I think you need to go back and read your initial comment about this post because you don't know how you sounded and you came off as very Mm. rude and that was very off putting. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's Facebook. Like also I swear a lot. Um, I was like, I normally do too. I was like, it's Facebook posts. Like who's, how do you know what my intentions are in black or white? Like you don't. So whatever. People just get nuts on Facebook. They do get nuts. And anyway, yeah, to circle it back to the whole mom blogging too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's why you don't really, or is that part of the reason why you don't hesitate? Because you just don't want the trolls to have you. I'm not. Yeah. Whereas I find with the theater, it's such a respectful audience. Yeah. And they come and they listen. And then afterwards, like they're hanging out. They want to meet the women. They want to be there. Yeah. Yeah, There's something about it. What are the audiences like? Are they mostly moms? You know what? We, we have men. We Mm -hmm. have men. Yeah. We'll, we'll (laughs) have men come. Um, I would say I, yeah, they're probably mostly women, but we have, I mean, we've, I've had men, been dragged along and they will stop me afterward and say oh my god I was dragged here and I want to tell you how much like I enjoyed this and got something from it which always makes me feel good or like my mom you know she's like I thought this was gonna be so stupid but this (laughs) is really like thanks (laughs) yeah that's just the way shit but that's actually one of my favorite compliments you know they're like the bar was here man (laughs) so anyway um but I just again I really love like getting out of our house because I feel Mm -hmm. like in LA especially my God, we can, we, we are isolated more. Totally. I mean, it's like, I, you know, I have to get off Facebook too. I get sad when I see friends from back home or, you know, mm-hmm. doing things that I wish I was doing, you know, or like they're hanging out and it kills me because it's just not easy here. No. 
No. It's not. Um, I'm not going to lie. When I saw your show, your last show, I was yeah. like, um, oh, I want to go. Oh, it's I in know, Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. I get it. I know. <laughs> I and you like, know what? Ooh, I hadn't gone west of La Brea in like four years. <laughs> oh, I think it's time. That's why I went. Oh, so the no. West- the west of La Brea. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It. No, I'm usually east. I'm okay. usually east of La Brea. I missed all of the east shows. Yeah. So you'll have to come back because I don't want to go over there. Yeah. Because it's it- too far. For the, I mean, that you guys probably know, but it's, you know, the drive home was like 45 minutes. And it's so funny because here, 45 minutes is like, feels like forever. Usually it's longer, especially if you're coming from the east side. I mean, I've been in my car from auditions in Santa Monica for two hours or more. That's when I listen to podcasts and a lot of talk radio. You're right. I should say it was 45 minutes because it was 11 o'clock at night. There you go. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. But Shannon from Mommy Tonk and I, we got stuck in, there was, I mean, gridlock on the five. I love Mommy Tonk. They're great. They're so great. And they, how did they (laughs) find you or did you find them? So they were in my show separately. Shannon mm-hmm. and Stacy have this hilarious group called Mommy Tonk, which you should definitely check out. Mm-hmm. They travel around the nation. They they sing songs and tell irreverent um, jokes about motherhood, and they're dirty and hilarious. They're so funny. Now, I should also remind everybody that uh, a few months ago, I mm-hmm. did an interview with you and the Mommy Tonk ladies oh, right. and put it on um, a little snippet of it in my podcast from the Big City Moms event. Mm-hmm. So if people are like, wait, why does this sound familiar? That's why. Yeah. Um, and we, I talked a lot about Mommy Tonk then and expressing motherhood a little bit in that show as well so obviously I'm a big fan thank you um I want to do a show but I saw that you don't have any coming up I don't so I have I already I usually what I do is I'll end a show and then I'm like just relax just Just, relax just be a mom that and like a week maybe a couple days goes by and I'll send an email out to a theater so I already have an email out so I'll let you know when the next submissions are going to come up okay and so people then can write to you or they email you through the expressing motherhood website exactly so the best thing to do is to like expressing motherhood on Facebook and I only because that's where I post the most I don't post very much on the our website I mean I'll but anyway, that's the best way to know when the next submissions come up. And they're usually open for sometimes one day only, sometimes a couple of days. And then you just email me your submission. Now, have you noticed, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I know you've seen a, a lot of growth in expressing motherhood over mm-hmm. the last nine years and the popularity is just taking mm-hmm. off. Have you noticed in the industry lately there mm-hmm. is mom topics and mom things are super hot right now? How many mom movies do we have coming out this year? Mother's oh, Day. Right bad moms there's Mm -hmm. tons of tv shows now all that are mom centric it is and it's really hot and people are dumb not to put it on the air i think Mm -hmm. i mean i think it is time yep and it's amazing you know and it's funny because when we started this it's because we couldn't find anything like it right you know and i know it's theater it's not like we were putting on tv right and i have i have you know, there's definitely, I've shopped this around a little bit, but. Oh, you have. I was going to ask you, so what do you see in the future for it? it? Well, I want to parlay. I'm working on something right now that, um, would be very exciting, but I can't say yet. So anyway, yeah, it's a good one. So we'll see. But, um, yeah, so maybe I'll be back in a little while. Yeah. But um, but you know, you'll hear this thing like HBO. Nope. You're it's too male dominated lifetime. Nope. Your show's too, too dirty. You know, it's like, really? Oh, yeah. Because we talk about abortion, you know, people swear. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh, you're too old. We only want millennials. Oh, yeah. See, that's the bullshit that I I run into. Like, what bullshit is that? I'm sorry. You are a millennial, aren't you? Me? No, no, I'm not at all. No. But you're 29. Oh, bless your heart. I was totally lying a second ago. And oh, but you believed (laughs) me. You believe me acting. (laughs) 
but also yay okay. that you you actually thought I, I might did. be 29 oh my god oh, I love you thank so much god you're not a millennial I'm sorry <laughs> I hope that it, I hope that isn't your main data. It probably is. I love millennials. I'm teasing. I am an amazing actor if you believe that. If, but honestly, I'm so glad because uh, that means my moisturizer is working. Yeah, so, no, it is. No, I mean, they're they're great. But I'm just so sick of hearing that. Yeah. Women are so, I feel like I'm such a um, more interesting person now being totally. 39. Yeah. I'm so much more confident in my own skin. Like all the cliches are true, you know, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, what did you think of the Bad Moms trailer? Haven't watched it. You haven't watched it? <sighs> what did you think? Well, my immediate reaction was mm, Mila Kunis. Like, you picked, like, the hottest, yes. most gorgeous people. Now, okay. by, my, my first gut instinct was, like, moms don't look like that. And then I yeah. realized, actually, a lot of my mom friends in L.A. Yeah. do look like that. They're gorgeous ladies. Mm-hmm. That's not the norm. They yeah. are definitely the exception. Yeah. But that's They're not. all hot and skinny, aren't they? All three all of them? All of them. Yeah. It's Mila Kunis. Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen. Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. And and Christina Applegate. They're all gorgeous oh, yeah. women. Mm-hmm. I don't buy. They sh- they show this scene of, of Mila Kunis in the trailer. Granted, mm-hmm. this is all just based on the trailer. I'm still, I want to preface this saying I, I am excited to see the movie because mm-hmm. it's about moms and I'm looking yeah. forward to it. But the Mila Kunis is this harried, you know, like flustered yeah. mom. Can't seem to get her shit together. And she's doing all of this wackiness in like six inch heels and a tight fitted bin- business suit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just don't buy Mila Kunis as this type of mom. So for mm. me, and it's purely from an actor's perspective, mm. I don't buy that casting. Maybe that's why I didn't watch it. Because mm. I think on some level, I was like, first of all, she is so skinny. And so she just had a skinny. baby, which right. is great. Some people right. do that. Right. But all of them are skinny. And I just, I, I don't want to see it. It's not real. I don't know. There's so many... Do you think it's because it's not reflective of what you see in your everyday mom life and with your mom friends? Is it, is it body type? Is it more like, um, or the situation? Because I don't know, honestly, Mm -hmm. any moms Mm -hmm. who are so like, like crazy Mm -hmm. out of control that they're like, can't get their kids in the car to get to school or can't get their kids Mm -hmm. to the bus stop. You know, I think that maybe happens every once in a while. I think there need to be more dynamic shows out there Yeah, where it's not, I mean, I'm not a real big fan. Actually, I'm not a fan of romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. And to me, I feel like that is in the same vein mm-hmm. a little bit. You know, yeah, just yeah. it's it um, inter- I'm not going to pay money to get it. It's written it. by the guys who I think wrote guys. Vegas. It's written by two men. men. Yeah. They wrote the TV show Mixology. I don't know if you remember oh, that. I it was a short-lived that. show on HBO, on, on uh, excuse me, ABC. Mm-hmm. And then they also, I want to say they wrote Hangover. The Hangover movie. I know, so I it's know like, a guy who wrote The Hangover. Oh, wait, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's like it got compared to a hangover like for moms. Okay. That's what I, that's what it was. And, um, I am excited to see stories Mm -hmm. about moms. Um, you know, but I was one of the Facebook threads that I wrote Mm. read once again was like, (laughs) um, I don't want to see a movie written by men about moms who can't get along. Why is there have to be a problem Mm -hmm. with the PTA mom? And there's always a conflict and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, cause nobody would watch that. If nobody wants to go to a theater and watch a movie of a bunch of moms getting along. <laughs> like that's, that's so not true. A, you know, yeah. there has to be some kind of conflict or some kind of drama mm-hmm. and heightened because that's what comedy mm-hmm. is. So that that sort of train line of thought I thought was a little invalid. For me, the issue was more casting. Like, come on, you couldn't get yeah, like a Melissa McCarthy in exactly. there, you know, I or agree. a Heather Brooker. I'm yeah. just saying I'm a I mean, come there. on. I mean, come on. 
Um, you know what? You probably would have made me watch the trailer. Right? I'm serious. And be like, You what would have the? connected with a lot more people. What interesting I, casting. I think so, I mean, but Christina Applegate, I think, she's a, I think she's a great comic. I do. Yes, I like her a lot. Very funny, yeah. But Mila, Mila, Mila Kunis and Kristen Bell is funny, but Kristen Bell just did like a similar kind of role in a movie with Melissa McCarthy, the movie, The Boss. Oh, I see. Where it's Mm -hmm. almost like they almost have the exact same joke about the bra and the boobs and, you know, how we never none of us apparently ever have the right kind of bra. bra. Hmm. Thanks, Oprah. Um, yeah right do you the remember Oprah, that whole Oprah do thing? I remember I think about it a lot oh, I'm like I must process. be wearing the wrong bra we all must be yeah. wearing the wrong bra that's funny um bra I don't know why I said it like that that's because I think I got a little midwestern you on did you. get your Sorry. midwestern yeah, bra that was that um but no I watch these movies and you know then I stop and I think no maybe you're just being jealous and immature because you're not in it right you know and yeah. so I have to hold back I on my mm. posting a little bit because I am trying really hard to see mm-hmm all sides because I would hate to put something up there and be like um this looks stupid no mom really looks like that mm-hmm. and then one of my gorgeous mom friends go uh actually I look like that and then I'll be like oh right. you do and you're gorgeous and lovely That's true. so I'm I find myself oh, constantly okay. conflicted yeah yeah but my my personal opinion when I saw that initially was mm, I don't think I would have cast these moms in no, this role I agree as with the you. moms who are so ready to like break out of their shell and go yeah. a little nuts that's no. kind of the point of the movie yeah um, I want to see real moms. I want to mm-hmm. see the mommy tonk moms. I want to see um, the moms I yeah. saw in Expressing Mother. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I know. Those yeah. are the kind of gals. I mean, mommy I tonk. See. Yeah. Everybody would watch them. They're mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. funny. They're so funny. Yeah. I just wonder why Hollywood is resisting that so much. They're like, no, no, no. We know no you want to see mom idea. stories, but we want you to see hot bomb stories. I have no idea. <laughs> It really blows my mind. Yeah. You know, I thought things would be so different by the time I was almost 40, which I am. Yeah. But the fact that, you know, ageism obviously is still such an issue. Like, totally. I was trying to rack my brain um, over the last few minutes. Like, what's a good drama that I've watched recently where it's a mom as the lead? On TV or, or in a film? film? Oh, God. Right? I can't even think of one. I, I, I don't know. I guess Meryl Streep's popping up in my head. It wasn't oh, a drama. Yeah, that, it was sort of a dramedy. That rocket Ricky. Ricky and but the that wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. Whereas, it's you know. Meryl Streep. She gets everything. Yeah. Male. Male. I mean, war movies. How many war movies can we have? So many. Like, I was flipping through the top movies. I think mm-hmm. it was just two weeks ago on whatever. Wherever you buy your movies at Netflix home. or. Yeah. The one you have to pay for. Not ne- Amazon or Amazon. something. Mm-hmm. And it was all men. Met all, you know, male dominated. Yeah. Literally. I think. Because ma- that's who the majority is making the TV. Is yeah. making, and making I, film. You're right. I know. And I know it's a little bit of a boys club. But I also have to say in defense of like as a woman, it's really hard. Like I, I would not have want to sacrifice my time with my babies to go be a PA. Yeah. In the hopes I would become One a, day be a director. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to stay home with my kids. And so I think there's a little bit of that too. I do think eventually it's going to take time for us to get those roles. Right. Because I know a ton of really sensitive men in Hollywood. Right, right, I right. I don't know. Men, and I, I do too. I yeah. think though the, the more I'm learning and the more other moms I'm talking mm-hmm. to at various levels uh, in the production side of things mm-hmm. that it's not just the writers because there's mm-hmm. a lot of great mom writers. I just interviewed yeah. uh, a couple of fantastic mom cool. writers uh, from Fresh Off the Boat and Bob's Burgers. Uh-huh. And I don't think it's at the writer producer level necessarily. I think it's at the network level. 
I think it's at the yeah. um, film production company level. Like that. That's yeah, the where networks they they don't want to change. No, I don't know what the hell. It's like they're stuck in the eighties. Yeah, they don't want to take a gamble. Mm-hmm. It's just it's weird to me. It is weird, and it's yeah. um. I'm enjoying sort of reading about the process because for so long, mm-hmm. when I first moved to LA, I was all about acting. Like I was taking workshops. Mm-hmm. I was trying to get an agent. I was getting the best headshots. I was yeah. taking classes. Like mm-hmm. you're so focused as an actor on the the things that people tell you, like this is what you need to do yeah. that I never really took the time to learn more about the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. Now I'm finding that since I've had my daughter, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I want to know more about that side because I feel like I have to because I don't want to continue to be the the mom, you know, the actor that's in their 40s or whatever, yeah. hoping to get a one and two line part. Well, I not think, that there's anything yeah. wrong with that. I want no, to and say I want to right. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with, you know, you just I want more. admire those people. Right. Yeah. But I, th- I think it's an exciting time. I mean, because digitally just make make what you want and put mm-hmm. it out there. I think, you know, people with their YouTube channels. Yeah, I think that's the way to go is just do it. My friend Erica just wrote a blog post about that. She has mm-hmm. um, a YouTube channel called The Subway Mouse. And she yeah. talks about how she just really took the the bull by the horns and started creating yeah. her own content on YouTube. And she got a yeah. lot of flack from like purist actors about that who were like, oh. oh, no, I'm an actor. I've trained and I don't do YouTube videos and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I feel like that is a dated way of thinking. It is a dated way. And you are not going to advance your career yeah. in any way if you're not willing to catch up with the modern age mm-hmm. i mean the millennials yes they're mm-hmm. they they're running online stuff now I mean, yeah. they just are and mm-hmm. you have to either get with it yeah or get lost and and be bypassed i think so i think it's also though empowering mm-hmm. you can create whatever you want i mean yeah it's also a lot more work and yeah. it could it'll weed out talent though i think you know so my hope is that is going to parlay into more shows about mothers you know that are and women that are we can relate to more right I want to see those shows I want to be in those shows I know me <laughs> and, yeah I don't want to be in them but I want to be like I'm yeah so, writing and producing yeah. yeah I'm so torn because I there's a part of me that wants to be the writer and producer and control the storyline yeah. and be like no 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 this woman would never do that mm-hmm. you know but there's also the performer side mm-hmm. of me that really wants to play that role. Yeah. And as an actor, you know, there are lists in Hollywood that you have mm-hmm. to be on. And if you're not on those lists for casting, you're not going to get considered I for know. those parts. So I'm like, well, yeah. fuck, I just need to do my own stuff then. And it's, yeah. it's a constant battle I have within myself that I end up just getting really tired and going, no, I don't want to yeah. do any of it. But you have this huge, <laughs> uh, I agree. Well, yeah. cause it, I know, right. At yeah. the end of the night, you're like, I'm like I just, yeah, real housewives of orange County. Know, All like- right, bring it to me. <laughs> but you have this huge audience and mm-hmm. you know, you, that's what I think is really interesting about being a woman and you know, a creative person. Like, is to see where your trajectory, you never know where it's going to end right. up. Like, and I'll tell again, the young 22 year olds and they're like, eh, whatever. Cause in their <laughs> mind, they're like, I'm winning the Oscar by yeah, a third. Know. Oh, but cute. you know, you never know where it's going to go. So you could, you I don't know. know. I think it's kind of exciting. I mean, it's still young uh, and fabulous. And so fabulous. Um, I want to remind everybody really quickly where they can find expressing motherhood. Mm. And I know you had mentioned they could, once you're ready to start the next show, mm-hmm. um, tell me again how they can contact you and follow all of expressing motherhood. Yep. So you can go to expressing motherhood's website. It's expressing motherhood.com. And, um, but 
make sure you like Expressing Motherhood on Facebook or follow us on Instagram or Twitter. That's where I'll let you know about the upcoming show. And I also have another city coming up that I'll announce soon. Oh, fun. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, because you don't just do it here in L.A. It's right. all over the U.S. Yeah, right? a year after we started it, we took it to New York City and we sold out off of Broadway for three so nights. Great. Yeah, so great. And so that means if you guys are listening in Oklahoma or Iowa or wherever. After Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We were there yeah. last fall. Oh, fun. Yeah. So you guys could have the opportunity if you just follow um, Expressing Motherhood on Facebook, mm-hmm. you may have an opportunity to perform in a show if they come to your area. So, Thank you, Heather. Yay. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on the show. So, you guys, I'll also put this information on motherhoodandhollywood.com. And you can follow me at MIH Podcast on Twitter. And, of course, please don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram at Motherhood and Hollywood. And subscribe to the show. There's a lot I need you to do, guys. I just need you to write all this down. <laughs> And then just do it. I need you to subscribe to the show on iTunes. And of course, leave us a review if you would, please. Um, All right. That's it. I think I'm going to just sit here and maybe gab a little bit more with Lindsay. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the show. And thanks again for coming on. Thank you. All right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Mama funny. Balls.